Hey, what's up, motherfucker? Hey, how's it going, Doc? How is everybody doing? This is Ray Rob, Raymond, Osei, the great one, Elijah Mamba. I want to welcome everybody to the Ray Report. Welcome y'all to my podcast. Everybody that's been sticking with me, first time listeners, welcome. It's available on all platforms. Thank you for everybody who's been giving me feedback. I really appreciate it. Uh, definitely got to start off. I haven't done this last couple of times, but definitely rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman, Cliff Robinson, also other people who have lost other, anybody who's lost friends or family members. We know this is a crazy time period, you know, so I just wanted to start out and say that, especially, you know, I'm one of the only black people that has not seen Black Panther and its entirety, but I'm 100% Nigerian, so I feel like I get a pass. But I am going to watch it. I was talking to somebody, and I just let them know. I let people get the best of me, where, you know how people always overhype something so good that you didn't want to, if you, if you, when you watch it, they just be okay, and then you just sound like a hater. So, so many people that did, so many extra people that was just super extra with it, they actually got me. That's one of the main reasons I probably didn't check it out when I should. And also, I know some people may not notice about me, but like I watch movies, but there's a lot of movies I miss and I don't watch because I just I'm a more of a sports person. But I mean, I'm just weird. There's some movies I've seen and then it's a lot of movies. People get mad at me when they start naming regular stuff that I haven't seen, but I'm working on it. But definitely shout out to those both of those guys. That Cliff was one of the original stretch fours, you know, that I seen was able to shoot, can take it off the dribble and everything. Seems like he's just a real cool dude. Chad, we did everything, you know, he did everything from Jackie Robinson to being T'Challa and also other, you know, he did a lot of really groundbreaking things. So it definitely left a mark and they definitely will live on forever. So I just wanted to give a salute. Um, I'm going to get straight to it. I'm going to kind of, I'm fucking with the sports today because the sports is what I'm on. So that's what I really love. I mean, I love everything else too, but you know, you got the NBA playoffs, of course. I mean, we can't start off without talking about the monumental thing that they did. Those young kids, I mean, let me not call them young, I mean, but they're younger than me, but those young adults after the Jacob Blake shooting, like... It was so it was so on their spirit, not to mention everything else that's been on their spirit. Everybody just thinks because you have money that you're supposed to be perfectly fine, but that shit bothered them so bad. Like that was it's been past the last straw that they said, fuck it, man. We will forfeit a playoff game. And I know they wanted to do it in unison, but you know, sometimes the revolution doesn't go off as planned. I mean, the revolution is already kind of started in its own way, but I know they wanted to do a unified front, but I also understood Milwaukee being right next to Kenosha. Like, man, that hit close to home, and they're like, man, fuck that. We don't want to play this game. I'm not going to lie, being up 3-1 does help, but I'm not even trying to add that in. Like, to forfeit a playoff game, like, and then everybody else is followed. Like, I mean, people have been saying it, but the NBA has really, you really got to give the NBA credit for a lot of the pandemic because it wasn't until 
when Rudy Gobert, Gobert got diagnosed with COVID and then he saw him playing around and then they suspended the season and then Donovan Mitchell had it that where everybody else kind of fell in suit. Like, damn, like they got it. for them to suspend their season. They missing out on so much bread. Like, all right, we definitely got to take this serious because we weren't taking it seriously until then. So and then the the lengths that they've gone through to make sure there still be a season. I had my doubts. I wasn't sure that it was going to last. I mean, you know, to each his own, but they have proved that that bubble works and they've gone the extra mile to make sure that everybody in there is adequately okay. So I salute them. Like they've been ahead of the curve, but you saw them, they couldn't take it. And then everybody else subsequently in different sports, this younger generation, like as a old, as, as a watch dude, as a watch nigga, as an older cat, as much as our older generation, we talk shit about the younger generation. We got to give them like what they're doing, especially with the social media and the platform that they have. They learned a little bit from us because we wanted to do it, but we weren't as unified. Like it may be a few of us that want to do it, but you know, if it's only a few of us that want to do it, they can get a rid. They can get rid of a few, but when it's everybody. Now, the biggest question is, what's the NFL going to do? Because it's all good and dandy because the NBA is progressive. Even though, you know, I'm pretty sure they got some owners that be on that BS. We've seen it before. But the players got the power in the NBA. And it's good to see that, you know, the NBA, they always been working. Their commissioners is pretty cool. From David Stern, God bless the dead, to now Adam Silver. So they're willing to work put their money where their mouth is, put their time and resources to where they, where they need to go properly. Because it's one thing to protest, but it's another thing to just protest and talk and not have a plan. Because we have to be past the, I understand everybody mad now, it's planning time. Like, you can't, I mean, I understand the frustration, but you need to turn the frustration into something. Like, it needs to be geared towards something, or else it's just going to be spinning cycles. So, but what's the NFL going to do? Because that's the league where they run and they got the least guarantees and they have the most to lose. NBA, baseball, baseball got the most powerful union in the world. Not in sports, the world. So they can dictate. And a lot, and the majority of the people ain't even black, black American. That just shows you, you know, how progressive they are as well. Everybody, they like, man, now nah, that's fucked up from all countries, races, and everything. So it was good to see. Saw tennis, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to the young lady. You know, number one in the world. Still, um, just actually not caring. My fault, Miss Osaka, Naomi Osaka. She messed with YMB Corday. I think she's a, but dope. She's using her voice. Like, both of those young kids, they they both intelligent. Like, they were raised around some, like, they were young kids that used to peep older people. And they retained it. And then they still have them being in their generation. But their thought processes, it's always been dope, those two people. So, but I digress. What's the, what's the NFL going to do? Because it, it get real. It gets real when the NFL, they only got 16 games. So, what if they all cancel? Because then that's different because the, it's, Colin Kaepernick is the one that really put this in overdrive 
and it will become it'll come full circle because those are the ones that they kind of i feel like they run their players like plantations and shit like that like they know they can cut them but you ain't gonna cut like a you ain't cutting patrick mahomes you ain't cutting lamar jackson before what you talking about you're not you see what i'm saying you might cut a eric reed you know what i'm saying or not give colin kaepernick a job even though he's better than the majority of quarterbacks in the league so it's going to be interesting to see what they do but real quick on, on the basketball tip because you know i'm a sports junkie la versus portland they did what they needed to do portland put that appropriate scare into them where they had to refocus i still don't know I will reserve my opinion. I said I wasn't going to talk about the Lakers a lot because a lot of people think I'm a LeBron hater and shit like that. And I'm not. I just feel that, like LeBron is doing some great shit. AD's one of my favorite players. Him and Giannis are my two favorite players. They've been my favorite players for like the last seven years before they really got popping, but who cares? But LeBron, it seems like he's been going down to the post. It seems like he's conserving his energy. Because my thing with LeBron is great great players need somebody to kind of scale them back sometimes. You see what I'm saying? And um, we feel like he's playing too many minutes, and they rely on him so much because he's so smart and intelligent that they, because he can't take on the burden, they always put the burden on him. And, and even though the stars have burdens on him, he always seems to have the most burden because of his stature he's bigger and stronger than damn near everybody but he's also damn near as quick as damn near anybody so he's able to shoulder it but it breaks down at a point you know you need some he need to be able to chill and pick his spots which he's kind of doing they need a third score um we'll see how that goes um by the time this comes out we will know who won between denver and utah murray is emerging i know people saying it's a hot streak like murray doesn't have he's had that game in him and that's been two playoffs in a row i was gonna skip when he was saying like he need to see it in game sevens which i get but shit games one through six count too like he just averaged for 50 40 50 like yeah like that has to count donovan mitchell is doing everything like they this is like the best duel i've seen in a playoff series in a while i don't even know like when people going back and forth, like, oh, you got it, you got it, okay. Shit, I'm gonna hit bow, let me hit that three. I'm gonna hit that crossover and nothing, there's nothing nobody else can do about it. Remind me of like some Dominique and Bird, like for real. Like it this shit's awesome. So we'll see how that goes. The Clippers disposed of uh Luca, Luca Magic. You know, Porzingis gotta stay healthy. They got a young, young squad around them. I mean, I I mean, they didn't have Kali Stein. Porzingis was out. You know, he he he's got to get healthy. But their core, I don't. I mean, Finney Smith is cool. I feel like he's expendable. Trey Burke found a home. Seth Curry, sniper. Um, Tim Hardaway, really good. Cleaver, he he can ball. All this off the top of the head too. No notes. But uh, they got a squad that they just need to get older. You know what I'm saying? And build together. Houston and OKC, Russ, I don't know the fuck you be think. I be trying to defend Russ. Great players need people to reel them in. I don't think there's any coach that's been able to 
real rush in and where to where he didn't get mad or even if you bench him sometimes like now you be on that bullshit that you got to reel people in you know what i'm saying because he makes a lot of the same mistakes because you know it's not for a lack of effort but when you make the same mistakes you got to be corrected on that shit it's no reason they should be going to a game seven with okc you know what i'm saying like like basically if y'all y'all it's just such a triple whammy James Harden, you didn't got traded from OKC. You trying to show him. Russ, you just got traded from OKC. You was a franchise. And Chris just got played and got traded to OKC like he wasn't shit. So, like, if you just let them win and then basically Chris is going to be winning with a lot of the same players, what even a lesser staff or a lesser team than Russ really had last year and makes them validate them trade. And they got all these trade assets and draft picks coming forward. I mean, we don't know what that's going to be like, but they have a lot of momentum. So shout out to Chris, man. Chris really is a great, he really maximizes talent. Like, I mean, it's amazing what they're doing. Gildress Alexander, he balling. Schroeder balling. You know, Adams is steady. Uh, Gallinari. Gallinari's always been solid. He's good. He's stepping into that. You know, he's a veteran, but like, He's just solid fundamentally, and he's doing his thing. And so that's very good. And, I mean, if we go to the East, like, you know, I'm a Bucks, you know, I'm a Giannis fan. Everybody's always talking about, man, uh, Miami doesn't, I mean, Milwaukee doesn't want to see Miami. Well, here it is. And what happened game one, Giannis, you made them look, you, you made them look like they telling the truth. Like, you did all the things. See, it's all good to be hitting the jumper and doing that when you up. But will you? What will you do when you down and when the pressure's down? You kind of went. He kind of reverted back to that same shit. Just trying to drive. Middleton was balling. Bledsoe was a scratch that kind of hurt. Um, G Hill, I don't really count on him. Lopez was okay. Matthews was okay, but Giannis, you know, like you made them look like they can defend you. Like you know, like you know you. You feel like you cut from the ilk like Kobe and them. Like you got to figure out a way. You got to figure out a way to do it. Like, like Toronto and this, the teams with the defense, they showing you that they can they stopping your move. So what's your counter? You got to be able to counter, and then they gonna counter. Then you counter that counter. That's what it's all about. It's all about adjusting. So, and also Budenholzer, who I mean, I'm not giving him super blame, but he doesn't make a lot of adjustments. And so it's like, like you, like we've seen you, you got swept by LeBron, even though like you didn't have the better team, even though you were the number one seed. And also, I mean, we saw last year, like you was up 2-0 against the Raptors with Kawhi. They put that defense in, you lost four straight. So there's a, there's a history of not adjusting. So from the coach down, so with like it has to come from the top. Everybody has to be able to adjust. So it's this is big boy pants time for everybody. Or, you know, Giannis, you may be looking at your future team because shout out to Jimmy Buckets and shout out to shout out to, to them Heat and the real Heat fan, my homeboy. JG, you know, Jackie, he's talking so much shit. He had a right to, man. They got a promising squad. You know, but Milwaukee should beat them if they stick to what they know. You know what I'm saying? But what they Miami Miami's gonna be fundamentally sound and they're gonna play you to the end. And it's like it's like that team, if you keep it close and then the Jimmy Butler showed like he was the best player on the floor. 
And when you got somebody that's the defensive player of the year and possibly back-to-back MVP average in 30, 14, and 6, that can't just happen. And you can guard every position. So you got to exert. You got to exert. So you have to exert your will because it's a sheer wills that actually wins games. So, and then, you know, also now we got Toronto and Boston. And give me Boston. Tatum is my favorite new player. I mean, he just got that complete game. And then now Kimba is balling. Toronto's one of those teams. I mean, if they win, I'd be very surprised. Siakam is like a worse version of Giannis when it comes to the moves. Like, he ain't really polished. And he's a couple inches shorter, which matters. And not as good as handles. But he dope. But for him to be the main person, he got to have a game. I don't think he got that kind of... Giannis got at least the brute force where if he can't shoot, at least he can still score on the inside. I feel like Siakam's game is more in transition and moving opposed to just strictly one-on-one. And in, and in this game, you got to be able to go one-on-one in the playoffs. Like, that's what, I mean, when everything breaks down, you got to be able to go one-on-one. Van Fleet, I mean, he cool. He struggled. Lowry, you know, whatever you get out of Lowry's positive. And Anobi. Abaka, Gasol, good names, but you know when you got Tatum, Kimba, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart was balling, and then their role players, Thies, Williams, Wanamaker, they all chipped in and made Boston look good, even though they undersized, which is amazing. So, man, the playoffs is is just getting started. This is the the round where it gets real. This is where people kind of get exposed, or the wheel or the cream of the crop starts to show. Like everybody seen to talk about Kawhi. Nobody wants to give him his just do props and everything. Man, Kawhi knows what to do. That's just the facts of the matter. He knows exactly how to get it done. That's why Doc Rivers said he seems like he was the only one that know how to close out the series. Paul George, a room for you, playing like shit. Being defensive just ain't enough. You got nah. It's not. They ain't bring you over there to be averaging like 10 to 12 points. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you with the self-moniker of playoff P, you got to be able to come through. So whoever you may see, whether it's Utah or Denver, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. So I love, I love sports. I love it. I love the hoop season. It's different circumstances. So who knows what can happen? It seems like as if that now the people are kind of getting settled in, that they are now rounding back into the form that they were, that it looks like if it was going to be in May, if these would have been the same playoff situations. So it's just going to be real interesting to see. You know, we're about to get ready to come up on the Labor Day weekend. Uh, COVID is still around. Everybody be as safe as you possibly can, you know. Be cool. Take every day as a blessing. Make sure you get the best out of each other. Um, not even going to address like the, the conventions. I don't really do political on here because it's either one way or another. But when, if all I would say is from either side, uh, you have to be a, if you if you're not able to acknowledge reality, it's hard to even have a conversation. So some people live in different worlds, but. You have everybody needs to acknowledge reality and then you could kind of go from there. Not your reality, logical reality of what shit is. 
you get there, and then you can kind of go and figure out what you want to do from there. So I want to thank everybody that has been rocking with me. Continue to listen to these things. This ain't going nowhere but up. Um, getting better, more focused, more entranced. Love what I'm doing. Love where it's going. I appreciate the feedback. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Ray Report. Y'all enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the holidays. And check me out on the next episode. So, I love y'all, man. Y'all all all right with me. I don't care what y'all friends say about (laughs) y'all. Enjoy, man. Have a good one.